Welcome to All The Things, a podcast for moms seeking an inspired life. Hi, I'm your host, Lisa Chin. I am a writer and a coach, and my most passionate truth is that the world needs the real you. That's why I created this podcast, to discover all the things that make us who we are, because the better we understand ourselves, the more good we can do in the world. So let's do that together. Hello, thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Lisa Chin. I am so excited to welcome you to episode one of season one. Now, before we get started, I wanted to first acknowledge that I am speaking and podcasting from the traditional and unceded territories of the Nipmuc and Massachusetts people. What I'm finding to be very true in my own life is that while the aspirations I have come from a very privileged position it's not available to everyone and it is important to ground such conversations with the fact that we are living and steeped in a world of injustices and inequities and with the united states that history starts very much with the stolen lands of the native people and the mass genocides that they have experienced To live an inspired life is to be able to hold two truths at one time. And the two truths I'm holding today are that I am privileged. And I am privileged because of what has happened to the Native people of this land. Now, this podcast is all about an inspired life. It's the way that I live. It is my MO, if you will. And it took me a while to get here, but I've decided today to kind of break down what an inspired life means because it's truly attainable for everyone and it doesn't really take too much. It's not rocket science, let's just say. The first part to living an inspired life is to know yourself and knowing yourself allows you to discern what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Because we've been, we've been raised in a society and in a life where we have been taught to believe certain things and to like certain things. You know, it starts from the very beginning where they tell you that girls should like pink and boys should like blue, which is absolutely absurd. And then it goes from there, right? That's just the start. And our preferences and our likes and dislikes may actually not be our own and have actually been conditioned within us. So the knowing ourselves part of living inspired life allows us to first understand like what makes us tick and what makes us happy. If we are to accept a new job, is it truly what we want or is it what makes most sense in our career path? And now that's not to say that you can't choose something that's makes sense for your career path, but it's being able to understand that and knowing that that's why you're making the decision. And that allows for us to move forward and find the things that really light us up if we make choices that don't light us up. And the thing is that there's a lot of gray. It's not black and white. We have to be able to tell ourselves if we're doing something that 
is good for a certain reason, maybe not for us, but it's good for a certain reason, we need to be able to know that. The next part after breaking ourselves down and understanding ourselves a bit, and the thing is that's going to be a lifelong practice because there's infinite layers to who we are. The next part of it is following our curiosities. Once we kind of sweep away all the cobwebs and reduce all the noise in our heads, we can then understand what piques our interests, what kind of calls to us. And the thing is, in it, things that are curious to us and inspiring for us don't just come and yell in our faces, hey, follow me. This is this is the thing that you need to look into. They often kind of appear almost like subtle clues. Like if you ever read a mystery book, which I've only really read children's mystery books to my kids. <laughs> but even then, there are little clues here and there that in retrospect make a lot of sense. But if we are able to follow those curiosities and be curious the things that come our way it allows us to really fill out our lives and the thing with curiosity is that it's very low stakes you know if you're curious about something you can kind of approach it a little more casually than if you were to say oh this is the thing you know I think about like if I were in college and I was pre-med which I wasn't but if I was pre-med and then all of a sudden I was curious about psychology, then there's a difference than if I were to pursue psychology, if I were to switch majors versus if I were just to say, oh, you know, I'll take a couple classes here and there just to check it out. You know, the whole checking it out thing is not a bad a way to approach it. And then lastly, once while, you know, we're, we're finding ourselves and knowing ourselves and following those curiosities, the final part of it, of an inspired life is that we are creating, we are self-expressing and everyone is creative and everyone has this ability to create art, really. And art is kind of a loaded term, but in my following Seth Godin, he's really broken out that broken that he, he has really helped me kind of break down art into kind of its essence. And, you know, society will tell us art is this, art is very like avant-garde or it is worthy of the museums or whatever it is. But, you know, the art that we have in the museums was, was just everyday life for people thousands of years ago. So who's to say what is actually art, right? When I think of art, I think of it as something that we create that's not replicable. Seth Godin had this great definition of science versus art. And he said, science is replicable. You know, once we find something in science, the whole goal is to be able to replicate it. Whereas with art, that's actually not the goal. The goal is not to replicate it. And it is the ability to insert kind of our magic into what it is that we do. And what we do will be very different from each other because that's the whole beautiful thing about living an inspired life. 
one person's art could be on a canvas or on a stage or with clay or with paper. And that, those are kind of the traditional things about, you know, traditional views of art. But art can also be in parenting, in solving problems, in landscaping, in organizing. Art is really in the way that we approach life. And I believe that everyone has something within them. And I'm not saying that it's the thing that you create a life, you know, and money and and a career from. It's not quite what art is. Art is the thing that calls to be created from within you. That's how I see an inspired life to be. I hope it's something that if given the opportunity to pursue, someone reaches for it and follows it because we only get this life. I mean, you know, I believe in the fact that we have had previous lifetimes and we'll have future lifetimes, but we have only this one life, you know. There's been a lot of work that you've put into this life to get to where you are. And we all deserve to self-express and to create and to be inspired and fulfilled. And that's what an inspired life is all about. So I'm so happy that you could join me today. I wanted to end this episode with a reading of a post from my blog. It's called Follow the Breadcrumbs to Inspiration. Inspiration is available to us in the everyday, and it can come from almost anything and everything, if we allow it. Inspiration is commonly seen as something that happens to us. It comes from out there, by an intangible source, and just hits us like a bolt of lightning. That is the glossy magazine cover-worthy version of inspiration, and I love when that happens. However, inspiration can also be sought. No one wants to hear that with a little legwork, you too can be inspired. But it's true. Being inspired does not have to be a passive practice. It can be a choice and a result of following our curiosities. What are you curious about? Or what do you find to be curious? What piques your interest? To me, I am most curious about people. Inspiring people are not just those who have done something noteworthy, like write a book, break a world record, or make a scientific discovery. To me, everyone is interesting and inspiring. Everyone has creativity to be expressed, stories to be told, a beauty within, and a significance in this lifetime. In the pursuit of an inspired life, don't wait for inspiration, And don't discount what is right in front of you. Follow the breadcrumbs it is leaving you all the time. If you're looking for them, they will appear. Thank you for listening today. Season one's theme is the people I know. And I am really excited to be sharing some of the inspiring people in my life 
in this first season. Be sure to follow the podcast, subscribe, and share with a friend if anything here resonated with you. Until then, take care, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in today. A great big thank you to Medfield TV for their support and editing this episode. Living an inspired life is a worthy endeavor. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Be sure to subscribe in your preferred podcast player for future real conversations. And if any part of this episode made you think of a friend, let them know that they aren't alone in their journey and share all the things with them. If you'd like to stay in touch, hop on over to lisaforreal.com and sign up for my daily blogs. Or find me on Instagram at Reclaiming Motherhood. See you next time.